0: Welcome back to Innovate Now, the pulse of future technologies. I'm your host, Josh, and today we're stepping slightly astray from our usual tech-centric discussions to tread into a topic that has significant intersections with technology, policy, ethics, and global security. In our previous episodes, we have ventured somewhat into the realms of military technology, exploring artificial intelligence, autonomy, and the future battlefield. Today we navigate through the intricacies of a topic that hovers ominously over global security and politics, limited nuclear war, and the role of low-yield warheads in contemporary conflicts. Now, for many of us, the mere mention of nuclear war evokes images of apocalyptic destruction, an endgame scenario where there are no real winners, only survivors lingering in a charred, radioactive aftermath. The cold war period ingrained the fear and dread of a full-scale nuclear exchange into the collective global conscience introducing concepts like the mutually assured destruction a chilling assurance that in an all-out nuclear war both attacker and defender would face catastrophic loss but today's episode takes us into a subfield of nuclear strategy that's equally complex and captivating the notion of limited nuclear war a concept that pivots away from the all-or-nothing scenarios of the cold war and tiptoes into the gray area of controlled, minimized nuclear engagements. But can a nuclear war ever truly be limited? How do nations strategize, planning with low-yield warheads, to potentially exert geopolitical pressure without tumbling into full-scale nuclear war? And, perhaps most hauntingly, what are the societal, humanitarian, and environmental implications of deploying nuclear weapons, but on a smaller scale? In this episode, we'll dissect the concept of low-yield nuclear warheads,
1: Smaller, less destructive nuclear arms designed, in theory, to provide options, control, and flexibility during escalated conflicts, while avoiding the colossal devastation associated with full-scale nuclear war. However, it's crucial to acknowledge that any discussion of nuclear engagement, limited or otherwise, broaches a realm where theoretical strategy grapples with profound moral and existential questions. The shadows of Hiroshima and Nagasaki linger prominently over any discourse on nuclear use, reminding us of the indescribable human suffering and irreversible environmental damage that nuclear weaponry inflicts. In this episode, we will explore the various aspects of limited nuclear war, examining the geopolitical and strategic dimensions, understanding the reasoning behind the development and deployment of low-yield warheads, and evaluating the theoretical underpinnings that suggest a nuclear war could in any form be contained or controlled. Join me as we traverse through this complex, delicate topic, untangling the threads of military strategy, political posturing, and ethical dilemmas, all intertwined within the eerie reality of nuclear warfare in the 21st century. In our exploration of limited nuclear war, it's imperative we cast our gaze backward to fully comprehend the fascinating trajectory of nuclear strategies and understand how past paradigms have influenced contemporary thinking. The Cold War stretching approximately from 1947 to 1991 provides a crucial framework for our discussion today the cold war was characterized by a precarious balance often visualized through the doctrine of mutually assured destruction or mad this was not merely a policy but a reality where both the united states and the soviet union possessed enough nuclear firepower to obliterate each other and by extension potentially cascading into a global catastrophe this balance Though terrifying, was stable in a paradoxical way. Neither side could strike first without ensuring their own subsequent destruction. Thus, nuclear weapons, despite their colossal power, were essentially locked away, their very existence and mutual possession acting as a deterrent. The strategy largely was hinged on the concept that neither side would dare initiate a nuclear war due to the assured reciprocation and the unimaginable loss that would ensue. A complete annihilation on both sides. But it's important to note that while MAD was a sort of peacekeeper during the Cold War, it also perpetuated an arms race, leading to the stockpiling of an alarming number of nuclear weapons. Fast forward to today, where the binary of two superpowers has disintegrated into a multifaceted global stage, with several nations wielding nuclear capabilities and the geopolitical landscape being vastly more intricate. The straightforwardness of MAD doesn't quite fit into our present scenario numerous players. Buried interests and asymmetrical power dynamics complicate the nuclear conversation.
0: We're now confronting scenarios where limited nuclear engagements are considered theoretically feasible and, to some, strategically sound. This is where the concept of low-yield nuclear warheads enters the fray. These are nuclear warheads with a significantly lower yield than the ones we traditionally associate with the cataclysmic power of nuclear weaponry designed to create tactical and strategic options that purportedly wouldn't spiral into full-scale nuclear war. But this brings forth a multitude of questions and concerns. Does the existence of smaller, potentially more usable nuclear weapons make their deployment more likely? How does this shift affect global security and the stability provided, albeit paradoxically, by the previous status quo of larger, mutually deterrent arsenals? Throughout this episode, we'll dissect these questions. Delve into the specifics of low-yield warheads, their strategic utility, and the potential scenarios where they might be deployed. We will also unravel the theoretical frameworks that suggest a nuclear conflict could be contained and not escalate into full-scale war, exploring the nuances and counter-arguments surrounding these hypotheses. As always, while we delve into these intricate subjects, we urge you to contemplate not just the technological and strategic aspects, but also the deeply rooted humanitarian, And environmental dimensions entwined within them this isn't just a discussion of policy and strategy but a reflection on our collective future and the moral obligations we carry into it we will be back after this break welcome back innovators thinkers and tinkerers to innovate now the pulse of future technologies if you're just tuning in today's episode propels us into the intricate nuanced and absolutely vital discussion on low-yield nuclear warheads exploring the technology, strategy, and the perplexing ethical dilemmas enveloped within their existence and potential deployment. So let's dive into the core of today's topic, low-yield warheads. The term yield in nuclear parlance refers to the energy released by a nuclear explosion commonly measured in kilotons or megatons of TNT. Low-yield nuclear warheads, then, are those that have a significantly lower yield than what might come to mind when we think of nuclear explosions. The devastating bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki during World War II, or the gargantuan blasts during mid-20th century nuclear tests. Technically speaking, a low-yield nuclear weapon is one that releases 20 kilotons of TNT or less upon detonation. This might seem still to be immensely destructive, and indeed it is. For context, the bomb dropped on Hiroshima was approximately 15 kilotons. However, when compared to larger strategic warheads which can have yields exceeding 1,000 kilotons, the scale of immediate devastation is markedly different. But this dichotomy in size and explosive capability is no accident of design or whimsical strategic thought. Low-yield warheads emerge from a calculated line of strategic reasoning, intending to provide options that are ostensibly more usable in a conflict scenario without escalating to full-scale nuclear war, The underlying rationale is predicated on a mix of technological capability, geopolitical strategy, and psychological warfare. From a technical perspective, low-yield warheads are designed to achieve specific, limited objectives with reduced collateral damage compared to high-yield detonations. The capabilities of these warheads allow for precise, targeted strikes that aim to minimize wide-scale civilian casualties and environmental devastation. This technological capability converges with geopolitical strategy, where the potential to deploy a nuclear weapon without inducing global nuclear warfare becomes theoretically possible. In the crucible of conflict, the ability to leverage the deterrent power of nuclear weaponry without the unbridled chaos and calamity of large-scale nuclear war becomes a perplexing, morally complex strategic option. Simultaneously, from a psychological vantage point, The mere existence of low-yield warheads brings about an intricate play of nuclear strategy and deterrence. Knowing that an adversary possesses nuclear weapons that are potentially usable within the theater of conflict reshapes the decision-making calculus, forging a path where nuclear engagement is not only conceivable, but might be integrated into military and strategic planning. As we peel back the layers of this deeply complex topic, it's vital to underline that the deployment of any nuclear weapon— be it low-yield or otherwise, carries with it unimaginable humanitarian, environmental, and political consequences. A single detonation could spiral into cataclysm, igniting a cascade of further deployments and irrevocably altering the global socio-political landscape. As we unravel this narrative further, it's fundamental to appreciate the gravitas entwined with the potential use of low-yield nuclear warheads. There's a tangible tension between perceived military advantage and the ethical considerations that weave through the very fabric of their potential deployment. One of the archetypical scenarios envisioning the use of low-yield nuclear warheads is a regional conflict where a nuclear-armed state perceives itself to be at an existential risk. Imagine, if you will, a scenario where conventional forces are overwhelmingly tilted against a nuclear state. Here, the beleaguered nation might employ a low-yield warhead in a bid to recalibrate the strategic balance. Attempting to halt the advancement of opposing forces without theoretically triggering a full-scale nuclear war The logic is deeply embedded within the concept of escalate to de-escalate Utilizing a low-yield nuclear strike to signal ultimate resolve and to coerce the enemy into halting their operations Under the overarching shadow of potential broader nuclear escalation It's a strategy mired in calculated risk where the stakes are unimaginably high and where misjudgment, misperception, or miscalculation could cascade into apocalyptic outcomes. Now, let's pivot slightly and delve into the theoretical underpinnings that have subtly shifted the discourse from full-scale to limited nuclear war. The history of nuclear strategy has been, more often than not, a delicate dance to deter usage while concurrently developing capabilities. During the Cold War, the doctrine of mutually assured destruction, or MAD, prevailed, asserting that full-scale nuclear war would result in the complete and utter annihilation of both the attacker and the defender. This balance of terror, as it was aptly dubbed, ensured that nuclear weapons were perceived as political tools for deterrence rather than practical instruments of war. However, the advent of low-yield warheads and their potential inclusion in battlefield scenarios challenges this paradigm, suggesting a path where nuclear weapons could be utilized in a manner that avoids invoking global nuclear annihilation. But herein lies the paradox by making nuclear war more thinkable do we inadvertently edge ourselves closer to the abyss does the integration of low yield warheads into military strategy erode the foundational deterrent value that has thus far precluded the use of nuclear weaponry in conflict since 1945 and as we approach the precipice of this theoretical and moral abyss we must also ponder about the indelible mark that any use of nuclear weaponry However, strategically limited, would leave upon humanity and our shared global conscience. The human, environmental, and moral costs are boundless, transcending temporal and geographical boundaries, in ways that we are, as yet, unable to fully comprehend or quantify. Let us dive deeper into the nuclear strategy dialogue, the theoretical underpinnings that have navigated us from the stern definitiveness of full scale nuclear war, rooted in the mad doctrine, to the subtleties of today's concepts of a limited nuclear conflict demand our exploration and understanding. Historically, the mad doctrine has been underpinned by an irrefutable absoluteness. The pure, unbridled devastation that full-scale nuclear war would unleash upon every participant ensured a terrifying yet strangely stable status quo during the Cold War. It was an unyielding checkmate where every player stood to lose everything. Yet the contemporary discourse around limited nuclear war through the use of low-yield warheads seems to challenge if not outright contradict, these erstwhile paradigms. Let's delve into the role of technological advancements and augmented intelligence capabilities in this shift. Enhanced precision, reduced blast yields, and improved intelligence and reconnaissance capabilities have made it conceivable to execute a nuclear strike that is both strategically surgical and tactically restrained. The apparent capacity to limit collateral damage and control escalatory dynamics through the use of low-yield warheads on precise delivery systems has not only altered strategic nuclear postures, but also muddied the moral and ethical waters we navigate. This strategic shift has also permeated academic and military strategic debates, where proponents argue that limited nuclear war offers a viable means of deterring adversaries without resorting to full-scale nuclear retaliation. The rationale is that these more usable nuclear options enhance credibility and thus bolster deterrence. A stark manifestation of these advancements is the development of low-yield nuclear warheads, such as the w 76 these weapons have a lower explosive yield intended to limit collateral damage, making them theoretically more conceivable for use than their higher yield counterparts. It's this shift in technology, along with the changing geopolitical landscape, that has sparked the current discourse about the nature and function of nuclear deterrence. This new era, defined by multipolar nuclear threats and advancements in nuclear technology, has thus set the stage for the emergence of a new approach to nuclear strategy, the age of limited nuclear war. In this age, low-yield warheads and the concept of limited nuclear use have taken center stage as policymakers grapple with the complexities of maintaining credible deterrence in a rapidly evolving world. On the flip side, critics vehemently counter-argue that any normalization or lowering of the nuclear use threshold is at best precarious and at worst cataclysmic. One of the critical questions that emerge from these debates, which we must wrestle with, is can nuclear war ever truly be limited? Given the unpredictability of conflict dynamics, the scope for miscalculation, and the inscrutable post-strike strategic landscape, is it even possible to control and contain nuclear conflict once the genie is out of the bottle? Moreover, we are bound to grapple with the profound ethical implications intertwined with even the most limited use of nuclear weaponry. Beyond immediate human casualties, the environmental, geopolitical, and psychological ramifications extend far and wide. The precedent set by employing nuclear options in conflict not only reshapes global norms and threatens to destabilize strategic stability, but also unleashes a humanitarian crisis and poses significant moral questions about our collective conscience and the value we place on human life and ecological sustainability. As we wade through these complex, multifaceted discussions on limited nuclear war, and the gradual shift in associated theoretical frameworks, we inevitably find ourselves entangled in a web of strategic and existential dilemmas. These quandaries demand rigorous examination, comprehensive debate, and, above all, a steadfast commitment to navigating the perilous landscape of nuclear strategy with the utmost caution, moral integrity, and a profound respect for the sanctity of life and our shared human experience. Central to the concept of limited nuclear war is the role of low-yield warheads. Contrary to the typical portrayal of nuclear warheads as city-leveling, catastrophic devices, low-yield warheads pack a significantly smaller punch. These warheads, sometimes also referred to as tactical nuclear weapons, have explosive yields of less than 20 kilotons. While their destructive capacity is undeniably devastating, it pales in comparison to the high-yield strategic warheads that defined the Cold War era. The role of these low-yield warheads in a limited nuclear war is multifaceted. On one hand, their existence supports the idea of nuclear flexibility, the capability to respond proportionally to various threat levels and scenarios. They allow for a more tailored nuclear response that could, in theory, deter adversaries from further escalation. On the other hand, their smaller yield potentially lowers the threshold for nuclear use, raising concerns about the escalation of conventional conflicts into nuclear ones. Low-yield warheads present new tactical and strategic possibilities in warfare, They offer the potential to respond in a more proportionate manner to limited nuclear strikes, thereby enhancing the credibility of deterrence. This could, in theory, prevent adversaries from thinking they could use nuclear weapons in a limited way, without risking significant nuclear retaliation. As we conclude today's episode, I invite you to sit with these questions, pondering the moral, ethical, and existential dilemmas that intertwine with the technological and strategic tapestry of nuclear weaponry and warfare. It's a contemplation that is as perturbing as it is necessary, as we navigate through an epoch where our technological capabilities continually ask us to define, and often redefine, the very essence of our humanity and the future we envision. In the upcoming episodes, we will further explore these discussions, intertwining technology, strategy, and ethics, navigating through the myriad of questions and challenges they pose. Stick with us as we continue this journey into the ominous depths of nuclear strategy, dissecting, understanding, and critically assessing the technologies and tactics that linger in the shadows of global security and potential
1: catastrophe. Until then, this is Josh from Innovate Now, encouraging you to ponder, question, and innovate as we together explore the pulse of future technologies and their myriad
0: implications.